sometimes controversial, always politically incorrect, and pro-life without exception, without compromise, and without apology. It's the Pro-Life America podcast with your hosts, Sarah Waits and the president of Life Dynamics, Mark Crutcher. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is Mark Crutcher, as you heard, and I'm joined by my worthy co-host who's lurking on the other side of the table, Sarah Waits. Hello, everyone. Apologize for last week. We had a technical issue that we couldn't do anything about, so kind of messed us up. And just for you guys to know, we're in the process of reconfiguring our studio here. And so some of these technical problems that we've had in the past, I think we'll be able to overcome. We're going to try to keep the technical issues down to a minimum if we can. Down, down to a bare minimum. Anyway, we're back. So today's topic is inspired by a question that we got on Instagram that I thought was a really good question, especially for people who are newer to this, that some people may not know. And the question was, what happens to babies' bodies after abortion? And some of the stuff that we're going to be covering in response to this question is going to be gross. So if you don't want to hear anything nasty or disgusting, you may want to go listen to another episode or wait till next week. Right. One of the things that needs to be recognized up front is that I think all 50 states, if not almost all 50 states, have laws regarding how you dispose of human tissue. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, if someone happens to have an arm amputated or something in the hospital, Mm -hmm. there are laws that govern how they deal with that. And the same thing applies to aborted babies. Right. But what's different is hospitals adhere to these laws Mm -hmm. and abortion clinics don't and nobody forces them to. Yeah. And so, you know, when people ask what happens to these dead bodies, a lot of them, yeah, it depends on the situation at the individual abortion mill, but sometimes they're tossed into the dumpster Mm -hmm. and sometimes they're sent down garbage disposals. They have industrial strength garbage disposals. In fact, there was a video that you did with Troy Newman of Operation Rescue where y'all toured a closed abortion clinic. And one of the things that you saw, there's this little, I want to say cubby. It's a closet. It was a sink with the biggest garbage disposal you've ever seen in your life. Yep. That's uh, where the babies were sent down. Yeah. They were ground up in the garbage disposal and sent down. When Troy and I went in there, the smell in there was overpowering. I I can imagine. Because you're talking about human remains that were ground up in there. That's clearly illegal. Yeah. But again, these abortion clinics seem to operate as if they have a separate set of rules that apply to them. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, it's true. They get away with it. Because what we found is when we've had situations where we've turned this thing into the local authorities, Mm -hmm. their attitude is, we're not going to get mixed up in this abortion deal. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, we're not asking you to get mixed up in the abortion deal. All we're asking you to do is enforce the enforce law. Enforce the law. Yeah. If this was a hospital or if this was some anybody else doing this, yeah. they would come down on them right. instantly. Right. So the abortion industry, as they do in a lot of different areas, mm-hmm. gets away with things that no one in legitimate medicine would get away with. And speaking of plumbing and garbage disposals, one of the things that we found, too, is that sometimes they would try and just send the parts down other plumbing parts, such as flushing them down the toilets. And it's not uncommon because these pipes are not designed for aborted baby parts to get clogged. And so there's been news articles coming out talking about how sewage is backing up on the street and aborted baby parts are coming out. And Gosnell's case, 
the janitor at his clinic had threatened to quit several times because toilets were backing up once to twice a week, and when he cleaned them out, baby parts would come spilling out. And, and he, getting clogged up. Yeah, right. and he didn't want to be dealing with that. He right. didn't feel like that was in his job description. And in order to know what kind of diseases might be being spread or created mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, it's a, a health situation. issue. A health yeah. issue, which is why you have these human remains disposal laws in place mm-hmm. to begin with because of the dangers. Well, there's also companies that deals exclusively with biohazardous waste, which includes medical waste, yeah. Human tissue. Right. The problem is that the abortion industry faces most of these medical waste places do not want to get involved with the abortion issue and they don't huh. want to, they don't want to pick up dead babies. Weird. Yeah, and, that, and that's strange. That, and that's strange. Right. So if you operate especially a high volume death camp, disposal of the bodies is a major issue. And we've got quotes from abortion industry insiders saying constantly that disposing of the babies is a real problem for them. Yeah. You know, we always draw these analogies to the Nazi Holocaust and don't let anybody tell you that the analogies are improper because they're not. Mm-hmm. But Tiller, who ran a high-volume abortion mill in Kansas, people on the streets found out that he had a crematorium there. Mm-hmm. And he was burning up the babies' bodies. And they said when you stood on the sidewalks in front of the abortion clinic— ashes from those babies would actually fall on you. As similar to Nazi Germany. Just like Nazi Germany, just like what's happening there with the chilling with the crematoriums that were attached to the uh, death camps. Well, so, something else that's related to this incinerator deal that's kind of chilling, I don't know if people have heard of waste-to-fuel plants, but basically it's where babies or human tissue is incinerated mm-hmm. in order to generate electricity. I think we found a deal of that in Washington State, if I'm not mistaken, a few years back. There's been a couple of states that have been implicated in this deal, but I think one of the biggest things that I'd heard about was in 2014, it was exposed that in the U.K., the government-run hospitals right. were incinerating aborted and miscarried babies. And it, there was an estimated total of 15,500 aborted miscarried babies that had been incinerated. And some of that waste of fuel was then turned around to heat the hospitals right. where those babies had been aborted and incinerated. So they're burning up these babies to produce energy. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the sort of thing, like the situation at Tiller or this thing that like you're talking about, and they had this actually happen here in the United States where they were burning aborted mm-hmm. babies to generate fuel. It goes back to this thing that I've said many times. There's no right way to do a wrong thing. Yeah. And people look at this and they say, oh, that's horrific. But no, the horrific part is that the baby's being butchered. Yeah. The baby's being killed to begin with. And so in a kind of bizarre sense... And I felt like I had the right to make this point since we were the ones who uncovered the trafficking and body parts mm-hmm. that, yeah, this is a horrific and it reflects very badly on the abortion industry. But let's make a point here. Even if you had the most humane and safe and hygienic method in the world, it wouldn't change. It the wouldn't change the fact. Yeah, it didn't change the fact that there shouldn't be bodies to be disposed of to begin with. Exactly. So um, let's don't get too hung up on that. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, this does indicate exactly what abortion is and what kind of people we're dealing with here. What kind of savages that work in these places. Yeah, we should note that sometimes what happens is that abortionists, in either desperation or they just don't care, will just illegally dump the babies in... In a field somewhere. Well, it could be in a field. It could be in normal trash pickup, you know, for businesses or even residential. In 2004, one of Krishna Rajana's employees stated before the Kansas State House Federal and State Affairs Committee that Rajana had fetal remains strained through a sock into a jar 
and then put into bags, convenience store cups, and milk cartons. Now, he had no waste medical waste pickup. At the end of each business day, all clinic trash, including biohazardous materials, was put into large trash bags and was took to his Missouri home and set outside for residential pickup. Now, it's not indicated whether or not that, that included baby parts or not, because in his clinic, they found bags, convenience store cups, and milk cartons stored in the refrigerators with aborted babies in them. Right. But it's not a stretch of the imagination to say that maybe some of these went into the residential pickup. Absolutely. You almost guarantee that they did. And the problem that they've got is, like I said, these legitimate human waste disposal companies don't want to deal with them. Plus, mm-hmm. it's an expense. Oh, yeah. And it's much cheaper than paying some company to do it if you can just set it out on the curb. Mm-hmm. Or grind it down the disposal. And grind it up and down, go down the disposal or just dump it in a dumpster and hope that the city doesn't find out what's in there. Mm-hmm. But again, let's don't get so hung up on the issue of how these bodies are disposed of that we lose sight of the fact that there shouldn't be bodies to begin with. That's what yeah. one I was making a moment ago. And I saw this clearly when we first revealed the baby parts thing. People were getting all jacked up about that. And my question was, once the baby's dead, mm-hmm. why do you really care? If you're living in a culture that allows these babies to be killed, mm-hmm. then why do you care what happens to them afterward? You know, your focus ought to be on the fact that they shouldn't be killed to begin with. Yeah, it's kind of hypocritical to have outrage over the different ways that they're disposed of when you have no moral qualms with them being killed in the first place. I was on some talk shows back in those days with pro aborts mm-hmm. who were trying to take the moral high ground, and I never would let them. Mm-hmm. But they would try to take the moral high ground. They'd come and they say, well, I'm pro-choice, and I believe this is a woman's right to choose, but I'm really horrified by this, aghast that they would be doing these things. And my question is, why? Mm-hmm. Why would you be horrified at this if you're okay with the baby being killed? What do you care what they do with the baby afterward? Of course, none of them have an answer for that, but they want to appear like they're mm-hmm. decent people and are horrified by this because they know the public is horrified by it. All this stuff is a hard sell. Even the aborted baby parts harvested for quote, quote, medical research. Yeah, Especially when you have all the orders and they're saying, we want eyes, you know, we want feet, we want right. core blood. We want core blood, which right. is basically an intact baby who's drained of their blood. Right. Yeah. And you have all these little quote, quote, pricings for it. Right. Yeah, like we can make something good come of this. Yeah. And I can remember back when we were doing a lot of these shows on the baby parts thing when we first revealed it. I even had some pro-lifers or people who claimed to be pro-life. They weren't, but they Mm -hmm. claimed to be pro-life who would come on and say, look, this is obviously bad that they're harvesting these parts to do medical experiments and develop drugs and so forth. But on the other hand, maybe this is the way that something good can come from this horrible situation of abortion. You know, when the Nazis were stealing gold out of the teeth of the Jews they were Mm -hmm. executing, let's say that you found out, well, they're taking that gold and they're turning it into gold bars and then selling it and using that money in homeless shelters. Mm -hmm. Would that make it okay? You're just trying to put a happy face on it. And that's nonsense. Well, the Mm -hmm. same thing is true here. Yeah. You know, I've had people ask me, well, if you don't want to use this aborted baby parts in medical research, do you just want to bury it? Do you just want to dispose of it? And my answer is absolutely, because we're trying to make our lives better. The born Mm -hmm. are trying to make their lives better by abortion, by killing these babies and using their bodies for medical experiments or for research or to produce drugs or vaccines or whatever it might be. If the baby's already dead, would I rather see the baby just buried 
or cremated or whatever than used in these medical experiments? And the answer is absolutely. Well, we can't forget that this quote, quote, greater good line is just a line from the abortion industry. Right. Really, the people that it benefits is the abortion industry because one, it takes off some of these aborted baby parts off their hands. They don't have to deal with it. And two, that's more revenue in their pocket. It comes down to their benefit. Right. And if you're not very familiar with the aborted baby parts issue and how babies are harvested for parts, I really recommend you go check out our investigation on that. I will put the link in the description. But I think a perfect example just to show how barbaric abortion really is, is when the stuff about Gosnell came out. You know, investigators went in there, and there were a lot of investigators who had never dealt with abortion before. This Mm -hmm. was not their thing. And they go in there, and they find dead babies in paper bags, plastic bottles, milk jugs, orange juice cartons, and cat food containers, anything that they could really be put in and just stored all around the clinic. In fact, some were stored in the fridge, and it was apparent that they had been there for years. Gosnell also had like 50 glass jars of just feet. He had a feet collection for some Well, these people are sick. Yeah. And going back to Rajana... There was aborted baby parts that were stored in cups and milk cartons in the refrigerators right next to food, right yeah. next to the this lunches the, in the pl- employee of the employees. break room. Yeah. One of them, uh, I remember, I think it was in that particular case, where they had a head of a baby in a little milk carton, mm-hmm. and somebody had written on the outside, here's looking at you, or something like that, and you opened it up, and there's a dead baby head in there. This was in the employee break room refrigerator yeah. where they store their lunches. And people were sitting in this lunchroom. And not only that, but in the lunchroom, at the end of the room, there were boxes of plastic cases where they have screw-on lids on them where baby parts were just stored in the lunchroom. Then you're sitting in cardboard boxes inside these plastic containers, and they're stored there, and you're sitting there eating your lunch. It's ghastly. Like I said, these people are barbarians. They're savages. And you've come across cases where people in the clinics, I think it's primarily abortionists, would play with the baby parts. Right. Yeah, we had a situation in Florida where a former employee Mm -hmm. who had responded to our clinicworker.com website, Mm -hmm. and she was talking about how they would play pitch with the heads out in the hallways and uh, take the uh, legs of babies and hold them up and play Make a wish, like the wishbone deal? Wishbone, yeah, they snap it. If you do it with a turkey at Thanksgiving? Yeah, say who gets the longer piece. And at this same abortion clinic, the pro-lifers were telling us that they would sometimes take the eyes of babies and hold them up to the window and say that they're looking at you as you're picketing in front of the clinic. You know, all this just goes to show this is abortion. This is what you accept whenever you accept legalized abortion. All this stuff comes with it. You can't sanitize it out. Right. This is what comes with it. So you take it all. Or you take none or you of take it. none of it. Right. This is what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just the reality. And you're not going to avoid that. There's no right way to do a wrong thing. Yeah. And when you're dealing with the kind of people that mm-hmm. work in abortion clinics. Exactly. Just accept that this is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You can sugarcoat it all you want to. And you can talk about the nobility of choice and all this other crap that these people put out here. But in practical terms, this is what you get. This is it. Well, I think one of the points that we strive to make and we show, whether it be you know on Instagram or in these shows, is that nobody knows better about right. the grisly nature and exactly how barbaric abortion is than the people who work there. Work there, yep. 
And some of them will even come out and say that. Mm-hmm. I have sat across the table from people who've told me that, you know, so the ghastly things that go on in these places. And that's why a number of the people who leave the industry are people who are working right. day in and day out in the muck and filth and the gore of abortion. Right. Yep, that's right. Because it takes a toll on It takes a toll on them. If you got any, decency. even a modicum yeah. of human decency left in you, yeah. it's going to take a toll on you. And the only way you can not have it take a toll on you is to become totally oblivious to it mm-hmm. and just don't care. Yeah. But um, anyway, this was a difficult subject, but it's one that needs to be understood by people. Mm-hmm. And do think, if they're murdering babies, what are they doing with the dead bodies? Yeah. And it's not that even if they had a good way to dispose of the dead bodies, that makes abortion okay. It doesn't. But the issue is that this exemplifies mm-hmm. one of the issues about abortion that people need to understand. Exactly. And that's why we deal with these issues. It's not that we want to. It's not that it's fun. We look forward to doing this sort of thing. Well, and if we're talking about fighting abortion in our communities, then having this information is important because if you've got an abortion clinic in your local community, there are things that you can look out for. Yeah. There's practical needs for this kind of information. Yep. It's hard to deal with this stuff, but I've always said, if the American people are going to tolerate abortion, mm-hmm. we're going to rub their noses in it. They we're need gonna, to know. We're going to show it to them. And if you have a question about abortion or the abortion industry that you would like answered on the podcast, we really recommend that you go to lifedynamics.com forward slash podcast and send that in. That's how this show happened. Somebody asked about the disposal of the bodies. What do they do with them? Well, here's what they do with them. Yep. And believe me, there's more ghastly stuff that we didn't talk oh, about. yeah. That we just had to try and draw the line somewhere and say, well... That's over the line. We're not going to talk about that. But It's a hard to find that line when you're talking about abortion. When but. you're talking about these savages that work in these abortion clinics and what they're willing to do, mm-hmm. um, it's very difficult. And if you're new to the podcast, I recommend you go check out our previous episodes. We cover a lot of really interesting issues. For example, one that sticks out in my head is do insurance companies actually benefit from legalized abortion? So then that's something that you may not necessarily think about. So I recommend you go check out our past episodes of our podcast And also be sure to go follow the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. The list goes on. Yep. Anyway, that's all we have for this week. And Mm -hmm. we're promising that uh, we may have some hiccups here in the near future. But we're working on these technical issues. We're moving our studio. We've got some really neat things planned for the future. So just bear with us a little bit. But hopefully that won't happen to us again, what happened last week. Anyway, till next Thursday, remember, Life Dynamics is not here to put up a good fight. Mm -mm, We're here to win. Because winning is how the killing stops. We will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.